smiling face of yours is this is this really happening are we are we gonna do a show you know it's been a minute and i will tell you why here shortly but how you been today buddy i feel like you uh, struck out a few times today yeah today uh i was all excited i got up early I had me a little doctor's visit so i had to wake up a little early i had the day off and i thought well i'm gonna utilize this there's a uh card product that's releasing i thought i'm gonna go up and grab everything the state has and go on whatnot tonight and make me you know a million dollars and uh, turns out I'm I'm o for o for this morning. So, is that why you're sitting a little funny today? Had the doctor's appointment? Not that kind of a doctor's appointment. I'm just sitting funny because I like it. Oh, I like okay. the way it feels. All right, just 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 making sure. So, uh, yeah, you you brought up the the millions. It's been more than a minute since we we sat down and and uh, threw down a podcast. We've had some evergreens coming up. Appreciate you still listening to those. Uh, we did not. I think we do better when we don't release with numbers than when we do. Probably. It seems like they've been going up. Yeah, they so, they have been going up. So I, I don't know what that tells. I don't know what that tells us. Uh, as much as it's not to my delight, we did not win the one point three billion dollar megabucks. I was promised some things and uh, still waiting for those to come to fruition. We uh, you, you should have seen the, the the look on the guy's face. Uh, so I had a little a uh, couple weeks ago on a trip. We just still, had a little update there, man. We still recording. We're, that was the. The, the the gods out there. That was the uh, the karma not wanting to say what really happened. It it is not rigged. The, the monopolies are not uh, set for monopoly. The lotto. So, uh, what happened is it, if everybody didn't get in on it, um, one point three billion dollar megabucks was out there, and I decided to grab some funds from everybody. I mean, it's just like a you know, it, it's a chance, right? That, that's all you ever want is a chance, right, D. Roy? Yeah, you gotta have a dog. You can't win. So here's the thing: you can't win if you don't play. If you don't have a ticket, zero chance. Now you'll hear these odds, and this is—I never understand this. The odds are like you're better to have a shark fall out of the sky and eat you or something than actually win the lottery. Now, the last three weeks, I've been watching the news very carefully. I've been going through papers. I've been looking internationally. There have been zero reports of a shark falling out of the sky and eating anybody. However, I do know somebody won the lottery, so I I, I don't know. I, I can keep going back and research. I don't think a shark has ever fell out of the sky and ate somebody, but there are uh, recorded cases of people winning the lottery. So I'm not I'm not a mathematician. I don't know statistically uh, where I stand exactly, but but yes, we did not win the billion one point three billion dollars. We heard it was going to hit a billion, so uh, I decided to take a trip. Uh, I, I gathered some fundage. Now, this is the thing, like, if everybody... There's, there's a, I owe you that. Oh, boy, Derek's got his money. You, you know, everybody says, oh, yeah, let, let's think about it, let's talk about it. Um, but but only only one of them came through. D-Roy came through. Friend of the show, Brian, he, he even came through for us. Well, um, it's one of those things. Had, had it happened, 
boy, boy, how how mad would I be? Had it been the time that Adam actually wins the lottery and I didn't, I didn't participate, and all these other times I've been a degenerate and participated in things, but the one that would have been a billion dollar win, and I'm sitting there uh, just you know scratching myself in the in the attic or wherever I'd be sitting and and uh, thinking, boy. And, and by billion, you mean 1.3. Don't forget the other well, 300 a, million. Well, few people to, to divvy it out yeah. with, you know. So, so I made sure that I, uh, you know, I'm an accountant, so I divvied it up on based off of who threw in their $20. And d was going to be on the hook for 14.68% of the, uh, the, 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 the 1.3 bill. Uh, I'd, I'd have been all right with that. Now, here's my real question. All right. So I'm talking to you the day before. You're, you're saying... Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get me some lottery tickets. Are, are you in? And you send out group text stuff, and yeah, of course I'm in. You were the only one, uh, but you know, of course I am. And you said, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna wake up if we're gonna go to Idaho or if we're gonna go to, to Evanston to Wyoming because where we live in Utah, there's no lottery. We're one of the few states that doesn't participate. Uh, all around us, though, we we fund lots of school systems when <laughs> yes, it comes to this time. Every, every so. state around us. <laughs> so. So I'm like, oh, all right, well, you know, dealer's choice, you know, go go where you're going to go. And the next day, I'm like, I'm going to get you your money or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm flying out to Disneyland here in an hour. I'm going out to California. So in, in less than 24 hours, it went from I'm driving to Idaho, I'm, I might drive to Wyoming, to I'm flying out to California to Disneyland, and I've got plane tickets and doing this. I might have pre-spun a little bit. I might have been a little uh, too excited about the, the billion that I was going to get, so... You know, I decided might as well go see Mickey. Might as well go to the happiest place on earth and, you know, catch the happiest ticket on earth. So, uh, yeah, we ended up flying out there. We, you know, I decided to just, I I walked from Disneyland to the 7-Eleven, brought in my, uh, the funds that we had. And boy, that guy at at there, he didn't know what to think. You know, I didn't, I I let it be the computer electronic. And maybe that was the problem. Maybe I should have picked some numbers. I I mean, Uh, you never know. I mean. I haven't went back, like I said. I haven't done the research. Yeah, maybe that's but, uh, what I should have done. We'll have to go talk to winners and see which which method they used. <clears throat> so, anyways, I, I threw down the money. The guy was a little. He's like, "Well, that's that's a lot of money on that." So, uh, turns out we won six dollars. Ooh, I get fourteen percent. You can have all the six dollars. All of it. Well, <laughs> I, I'll be needing some change then. <laughs> needed some change. <laughs> Twenty for it. I'll, I'll give you the tickets, and you can send them back certified mail and uh, and get those back from you. So, uh, long story short, we're, we're going to continue to do the podcast. Uh, we did not win our millions. Do you know who the big winner is on that? Uh, no, I don't know. The IRS. Oh yes. <laughs> the IRS is the big winner. Anytime a lottery of that size is is one. Big time ticket. Um, you know, about half of it goes to the IRS. You know, uh, outside of the country, I know for sure in Canada, there's no taxes on on winnings like that. Yeah, it's tax free money. So do you have to be a Canadian resident? No, you well, just have to win. I, I, I mean, it'd be paid in Canadian money, so you'd have to, you know, probably exchange or move there. Or something. Exchange rate, man. I wonder how many rubles it takes to get to a dollar. I mean, it's you know, it's it's Europe. We're about even, so we're, it, it is what it is. We're all about the same, so we're, we are not billionaires yet, um, nor would we have been because the IRS would have taken most of it. So, well, I'd have parlayed it. I, I you know, and just <laughs> realize. I, I figured after taxes, because we just take the pure payout. We're not going to take it over time. I figured you would have walked away with about seventy-five million dollars for that twenty-dollar bill there. So that's a pretty good, uh, you know, rate of return, right? Yeah, if, uh, if you can do it, eighty percent of the time it works every time, or something like that. That's right. Yeah. 
if, if you don't give, uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Michael Scott. Hey, speaking of the IRS, everyone's, uh, oh, the old panties are all up in a wad. Apparently they've hired some people and they're oh, all out to get us out of sakes. They, uh, they've been understaffed, criminally understaffed for a years. long time. For years. And uh, apparently somebody somewhere decided we better hire some people. It's going to get nasty. Like, and, and so now these people are, uh, they're, they're going to come audit. All of us are going to be audited this year. And if you sold uh, anything anywhere, uh, you better keep your receipts because they're going to come and get you. If you have not been listening to the podcast, thank you for turning in now. Uh, I can promise you all of the things I've said, I'm glad they are time stamped, dated. They are absolutely going to come to fruition. Um, they just shut down, I believe it was a PayPal account. If you had a personal PayPal account or one of those other, I, I can't remember, uh, one of those other, you know, transfer funds are shut down. Uh, we already know anything above $600, you're going to get a 1099K. Um, I'm going to share a good story with you about a 1099K. Um, had a client in the other day, lived in uh, the fabulous state of Hawaii, and he sold items online. He sold, uh, you know, packages, you know, just uh, digital, um, like, coaching things and, you know, uh, PDFs, different things that, you know, you can learn how to become, uh, you know, an expert in his his profession. Uh, that was back in the year 14, 15, 16, and 17. So quite a while ago. So unbeknownst to him, he gets a letter from the state of Hawaii uh, last week that says, oh, hello, Mr. Uh, taxpayer. You now owe us. $43,000. Sounds legit. Yes, it does. All right. I just, do you want that You want that cash or, uh, you know, you take credit? Well, how are we going to do this? Can we put those in coins and take it over on the slow boat? Um, so, anyways, I was able there. We gave it a call. So, he had applied for a, well, he didn't even apply for it. He received funds on a 1099K, which is your payment processor. And at that time, it was PayPal. Keep in mind, this was eight years ago when it started. Um, <clears throat> there is something in the state of Hawaii, and there are in several states, it's called an excise tax. Are you familiar with what an excise tax is? I mean, I've, I've heard of some X-rated things or some excise things, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know if I dare venture out on this this podcast what those might be. So the, the thing is, is a tax is a tax. If it If it walks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it, it quacks like a duck. It's a duck, okay? It's unless a tax. It, unless it's a goose. Unless it's a goose. And in that case, you're, gander. You're, a, you're in big trouble. Um, Swan. There's a different type. It's not a sales tax. Sometimes a pelican. No, go ahead, sorry. It's an excise tax. And what does that mean? It's the same uh, concept. Um, it's about 4%. And then there's also like a secondary user tax that's a 0.5%. So it's a 4.5% tax that the end user doesn't pay, but the payer is supposed to pay. So that's where all of this came from, is eight years after the fact, the state of Hawaii says, hey, we're going to go after this guy, and he, we're going to make him pay us $43,000. Luckily, he has a professional that works for him. Uh, you know, we had our, our due diligence. We took all the information from a 1099K selling items online. That's exactly what we're talking about on this show, folks. It doesn't matter what it is, where it is. If you're selling anything online, especially now, you will get a 1099K. Uh, and what I mean by online, you know, the IRS isn't there yet, but one of these 87,000 
agents that are going to be armed. You have to be willing to, to be packing heat to become one of these agents. Uh, They're going to go around to garage sales and, uh, you know, at gunpoint, make sure that you are no longer using cash and you're not using Venmo. You've got, well, it's not going to matter Venmo because they're going to start taxing that anyways. I've been hearing that for years now. Oh, it's going to happen. You just wait. Just like this guy. He got his letters from 2014. It's coming. Uh, if you've received 1099Ks, there's going to be consequences. And that's essentially what happened. He received these 1099Ks for each of the four years, um, and they wanted their money. Luckily, there are exemptions to it, and the exemption is if the purchasers, the end users of your products are out of the state, you are not responsible for collecting that uh, excise or, or user tax. So lucky for him, uh, we, have a, um, we know that 99.5% of all of those um, you know, end users were out of the state. The hard part I'm going to have is going to be able to, to prove those, to, to grab that information. Um, I think we'll be able to. It's going to be, it'll be tricky. We'll see how we do it. But keep that in mind. Anytime you're selling online, there are state responsibilities that you probably don't know about that you better educate yourself there, D-Roy. Well, isn't there, uh, if it was through PayPal, is there tracking? Was there any tracking that would show where this went? That's the hope and dream. I mean, we just found out about it, so... We're going to do our due diligence and see how uh, PayPal is going to release their 2014 data records. Uh, I think that's your buddy Elon. Didn't he still own it back then? Probably. Probably. It's been more than a minute. It's been a little bit. It's been a little bit, yeah. It's been more than a minute. Um, So, I, I don't know. That was just one of those weird things that totally relates to us. So, yes, the hard part is, is the IRS... These state agencies, all of these new regulations that are coming, like, you, you you don't need to be scared, but if you go back and listen to all the podcasts, I promise all the information we've been giving you isn't just us, you know, blowing smoke. It isn't us just, you know, telling you to do these things because we, we, you know, we, we want to watch you jump through hoops. It's so that you can um, educate and be ready yourself there, D-Roy. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, keep your documents, keep your papers in line. Um, don't get rid of your tax papers for how long? Well, now it, it's normally three and a half, four years. But to be quite honest with you, I, I'm going to walk that back. I'm going to really honestly walk that back with some of the things that I've been going, that I've been seeing. I would tell you indefinitely. I mean, the way the world, you know, you can get a digital copy. You can, you know, put it on your computer. You can put it on, uh, you know, your backup through Carbonite. Uh, uh, jump drive. I mean, these things still exist. I would tell you to never get rid of your tax records. That's a new recommendation that I'm going to throw out there, D-Roy. Because if they they come to the door and they say, uh, hey, we got this, that, or the other, if you don't have anything to uh, say otherwise or to compare notes, you're you're just going to stand there and, you know, that's it's not going to go well for you. Uh, and that's the thing is that's what we've got to prove that these these sales over, you know, eight years ago, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, we're out of state. So I don't know how they're going to uh, like us just sending a letter saying, hey, these were all out of state. I mean, I get it. If I were on the other side, I'm like, well, you prove it. Yeah. You know, it, it's not you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. It's you're, you're guilty until proven innocent. So. And then the thing is, and uh, everyone thinks they're going to get cute or creative when it comes to taxes or they're going to somehow 
It's kind of like gambling. Everyone's <laughs> got a system that's going to win, and the house always wins. We know that with gambling. Well, it's the same with the, the government. Like, uh, you might think that you have this idea, or you can get a loophole, get around it, and not have to pay something. Eventually, they're going to figure it out. They got enough people that that's just dedicated 40 hours a week. 50. 50 hours a week. Uh, they, they're going you have to work 50 hours a week. 50 hours a week, so you get you get all these people, and, and they're backlogged. They're not on top of it. No, they're not. But give it. But time is in their favor. They yes. don't care. You, you know, 20, 30 years from now, if they find a speck of dirt, they're going to research it. And if it comes out that they can, uh, you know, hold you accountable or get some more money out of you, you best believe they're going to come grab you by the ankles and start shaking to see uh, what's what's there. So best case is just do it right the first time. Uh, get yourself a professional, uh, pay a little money out of pocket and, and keep those records. Because, uh, you know, eight years ago, I have no clue what I was doing. If, if I was even selling online at this point in my mind, I'd have to go back and uh, you were. really do some research. Well, I think I was, but I, I know you know. were. I, I don't know. I have no clue what I sold, where I sold it to, or, or it was what. on. It was on half dot com. On half dot com. Yeah, selling those textbooks. But anyway, uh, I, I, I'm going to go right into another story. All right. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got a fo- phone call from you. Since we're on the IRS. All right. And you want me to talk you off the ledge because you uh, didn't have a pleasant experience Ooh. with them. Oh, boy. And I, I more just uh, shook you up and, and got you stirred a little more. But I thought, that's a, that's a, man, that's a good podcast. A lot of times we, we talk and say, you know, save it for the podcast or whatever. But uh, we've, we've obviously been uh, busy with life and, and we've missed a few shows here and there. And, and we're trying to make it all work. And, and you know, we'll come, we'll come to you as we can. We're not, we're not going anywhere. But uh, I thought, man, that would be a great story for the podcast. So, I'm I'm just gonna parlay it over. Adam, Adam called me the other day and said, uh, he said, "Man, I just had a meeting. You're not gonna lower believe this. level citizen is what I am. I, I am less. I'm on a lower level, and, and you know, and it, you you never you know the, there are no tears to society. We're all human beings. We all deserve to be treated as human beings. And and uh, one of those, um, I don't know. I would say that I think we still live in America." Um, if there's a restroom available, you should be able to use it. And uh, that was not the case at a uh, federal building uh, about six weeks ago for me. And I'm still not quite sure what to do with that. But uh had an IRS audit up in the Salt Lake office. And uh, I, I honestly, I hope this goes somewhere. And like I said, I'm, if any of you are an attorney, uh, and I mean this with, with all, you know, uh, no joking aside, and you're like, hey, that's not right contact us because I'm, I'm to that point. Um, I've already reported them to TIGDA. TIGDA is the highest agency that's supposed to be the oversight of um, ill repute and, uh, you know, lacking um, character IRS agents. Um, I've called them. I've emailed them. They have yet to return either one of those. Um, so anyways, I show up for an audit for one of my clients. The same situation. It, these, these sticky things that just drive me nuts. I'll get into, you know, a couple of the, the breakdowns, but um, I show up early. Like I said, I'm, I'm always a prompt person because I know that you've got to go through the rigmarole. Like you've got to go through a scanner, an x-ray machine, like the whole pat down. You know, I wish they would have done something for me first, at least give me, you know, bought me dinner, but that didn't happen. Um, even, uh, even a cold beverage would have been nice. But uh, I show up early. Like I said, our appointment was at 9 o'clock, and they asked that we showed up. Uh, you know, half an hour early, so we're prepared. So why don't they make the appointment at 8.30? They want you to show up a half hour early. Uh, exactly. So I get there at 8.15, and keep in mind, it's it's up in Salt Lake. It's in downtown. 
Um, I, I park at uh, the facility you're supposed to park at up by uh, the mall downtown. And I park in the parking garage and I walk in. And I'm, I'm going to use the restroom first. And this is about an hour drive for you. Yeah, it's an hour drive for me. I've had my diet Mountain Dew with coconut. Getting all wound up. Three quarters ice full, pebbled ice. So I get there and I park, and, uh, you know, I'm going to say, all right, so I'm going to use the restroom first. So I, you know, come up. It's kind of an outdoor-type mall, you know, and they have a restroom area, but it's it's locked. Like, it's not like you just walk through. It's you, There's a locked door to get into, not the bathrooms, but to get down the hallway. So it's locked, and I'm like, okay, great. So then I walk over to the facility, and I, I've been there before, been there a couple times. And uh, they have a restroom that you can see. Like, you go through the door, and there's a, a restroom just to the right, and it says, no public restrooms. I'm like, I can understand. I mean, it's it's there's a lot of homeless people around there. Uh, you know, you not necessarily want them going in a federal building, whatever, but that shouldn't be the case. So I go in, and uh, I says, hey, before I come in, I need to use the restroom. Can, can you guys unlock that for me? No. Can't you read? Well, yeah, I can read. It says no public. It's not a public restroom. I'm not the public. I mean, here's the paper. You guys have requested that I be here. Uh, I'm in preparation for an appointment. I need to use the restroom. Well, there's not a restroom here you can use. I'm like, okay, where where would you like me to go? Well, there's a Panda Express next door, or you can go over to the other restrooms. And I says, well, it's, it's 8.15, and Panda Express is not open. And the other restrooms over there were locked, so uh, there is no choice for me. Where, where would you like me to go? Well, you can't go in here. And at that point, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm still kind of blown away at what happened. I really am. I'm still kind of trying to process what they really did and what they said. And and these were security guards for the place. Um, and I mean, their job was to to you know scan people going in. I says. If you want, you guys can stand right outside the door and make sure nothing happens, or I can walk through first, and then I can use the restroom. I'm, I'm not any funny business. I, I just need to use the restroom. So they refused me, and I was a little taken aback. Um, I didn't know really what to think, so I, I just walked outside and said, well, I, I guess I'll hold it for you know 45 minutes till we can get through. Uh, so I was in with my client. I was trying to be very... Um, uh, what's the word? Professional. What's that word? Well, professional. I, I was I was definitely rattled. Uh, I was was taken aback. Um, they, and and again, there's you know policies and everything. I feel like we're a little bit past that. I've already had uh, the COVID twice. I, I just had it, you know, uh, not, about a month ago. Came back from um, you know the Oregon trip. Had it. Um, I had to wear a mask. And you, you know, going into the building, like you had to wear a mask. I didn't bring one. You had to wear the little one. Um, we had the IRS agent. There was a plexiglass. Uh, he had a mask on. Uh, very, very difficult to understand. And it was probably the most unpleasant uh, circumstances I'd ever been through. Now, did you ever, did you, did you get to the restroom before the meeting? No, I, I didn't because I had nowhere to go. So I, I went outside and uh, it just went on the street. That's basically what I, what I should have done. You just said, which one of those cars is yours? Yeah. After I was in there, after we got in, sat down, it was about 9, 10. And I told the, the agent, I'm like, listen, I, I under, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't think I'm public anymore if this is the meeting, but I really need to use the restroom. And he, he pretty much told me no. About three times, and I'm like, listen, 
I just need to go to the restroom. And and he finally says, oh, okay. So he followed me out there, you know, and stood outside the door. I felt like an inmate. I literally felt like an inmate. Were you going to steal some classified information? I, I have Did no they idea. Have, they have zip drives in there? The, no, you, you walk back outside into the hallway. Like The fancy bathrooms had a... Access to government secrets? One door, little restroom, and they had separate men's and women's. So, needless to say, if there are any attorneys that know that my civil rights, or I, I don't know, my human dignity rights were, were violated, um, I, yeah, contact me. Because I, you can't let that kind of thing slide. Well, I mean, it's a federal building, right? Yes. It's a federal agency. Yes. So, as a, as a, as a resident, a citizen of the nation... Somebody that, that pays, you don't want to be the guy that comes in there and says, hey, I pay your wages with taxes, but somebody that pays your wages with the taxes, I didn't use that facility that my money's going to to operate. And and I can, I mean, I can understand, like I said, is very, is a homeless ridden area, and I can understand that the, the safety needs to, you know, not, you know, bring in outside people. I can understand that. But they had requested me to be there. I didn't just show up to ask questions. You know what? Here, here's what you should have done. Uh, it's always after the fact. What should I have done? So you're standing there, and he's refusing you to, the guy the, 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 uh, that you're having the meeting with, with the plexiglass and all that. You should have said, well, do you have, you have uh, some sort of a, a garbage can or something? I need to throw something away. And then, and then just uh, as he's standing there, uh, I'm guessing it was number one. Yeah, and, and I just uh, yes, I I turned my back to him because I got class, you know. I'm, <laughs> you got class. <laughs> I urinated into his waste pa- paper basket and then uh, pulled out. Hopefully, he'd had some sort of a liner. A, well, liner, but I kept that in there. That's that's his problem now. But <laughs> I took some sort of a uh, you know something to clear, clean your hands. Yeah, you know whether that's a Germex or uh, some sort of a disinfectant spray. I don't know what you're into, Perel. I don't know. <laughs> What, what kind of sanitizer you use? Yeah, and and uh, we rubbed them, you know, counted thirty seconds, and sat down, and said, "All right, now I'm good." And then we just <laughs> went forward with the meeting at that point, because uh, I mean, what what are, you, what are you supposed to do? Like you said, they requested you to be there. Uh, you're there for a duration of time. Um, you're almost there as not a guest, but somebody that they're they're asking questions about. You're representing a client, uh, but you know, it, it's at that point. It should be on them to provide certain things. Uh, one of those would be a restroom. That was already strike number two against them. Number one in the federal, and this is like, I don't like to be doomsday guy. I'm really not, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Um, there's a lot of overreaching going on. There really is. This agent had called me and like said, so we've been. I have a power of attorney. I'm allowed to represent this client before you know any any court. That's part of what I do, represented as an enrolled agent. Um, you know, normally I, I've done this for 15 years. I represent, you know, uh, hundreds of people. And normally, like I said, the, um, you know, the protocol is you, don't, you never have the client in the room. You just don't because you don't know what they're going to say or not say. And just like in the court of law, there's nothing different. Like you yeah. can't represent yourself in a murder case. Well, you should. Yeah, exactly. you, you could. You could, but you they strongly recommend not against it. So the IRS should be the same way, but they're not because they don't care. Um, he refused my client's uh, rights to have a representative representative in their place, and that like I'm, that is a federal. Um, I, I don't know, break of like their bill of rights. It's a federal right. And that's the other thing I've called TIGDA about, but again, they've ignored my call. So 
It sounds like you're going to have a, uh, a fun time here dealing with the IRS. And, nuclear. Uh, it's going to get nuclear. And if, if anything, we've learned they got more agents, so maybe they'll maybe they'll figure that out. I'm going to go half full for us now. Yes. Maybe with all this new help, they'll have people trained that know what they're doing, and they'll figure all this out, and it will just be a smooth transaction. And when people go and see a letter from the IRS, they'll get excited and think, Boy, they probably found some money or something for me. <laughs> they probably working in my favor. Oh, um, glass three quarter. Yeah, full yeah, it's probably going to be a great experience. So uh, everyone I, getting nervous. If we can take you know a severe amount of those and have them answer the calls, uh, phone great. I mean, that, and I get it. That's the problem is th- there's one arm of the entire federal government that actually you know make sure we have revenue to pay all the bills instead of just making money and that's that is the IRS i'm a firm believer in taxation like we have to have it like we live in a democracy we live in this place that we all love and there are a lot of taxes and we all want to pay the least amount possible but you, you can't feel like um you're you're in a gestapo type environment and they're going to come shake you down with guns at your garage sale like <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you see the black SUVs rolling up, you're just you're just grabbing that money bag and stuffing it in your pocket and just running running away, and everything else is for free that's out there because you're you're not going to be shut down. You're not going to deal with this. It's so, kind of like when you hear about those uh, like lemonade stands or yard sales when when the cities get all mad because they don't have a, a, a business, business license, license and that yeah. kind of thing. It's just kind of it gets silly sometimes. So I I don't want you know to kind of start and stop, and I know we'll continue to talk about this because. I do have a unique perspective. Um, I, I've got a couple of clients that, that I do taxes for that work at the IRS themselves. Um, and it is a, uh, so anyway, through this audit, uh, there's some paperwork that needed to be shared. The IRS has no secure portal. He can't even email me. They, they won't even email me because there's no security of the email that's going to go through. Um, and so I can't secure, I, I can't give them documentation that they requested online. Um, he wanted me there and I says, well, I, I don't, I don't have it. I can give it to you. He wanted me to put it on a jump drive, which I told him, I said, absolutely. I can do that. So I spoke with them. I've got another meeting in two weeks. I spoke with them and said, Hey, I'm sending out the jump drive right now. I've got everything. He says, well, come to find out we no longer have access to USB ports. So can you still put that all in the mail? And I'm like, uh, it, it's just a, a CSV file. It's an Excel file that has over a hundred thousand sales of information. Yeah, I, I guess that's what we're gonna have to do. You should say, well, you send me the, uh, you send me the overnight confirmed yeah. envelope, and I'll put it in there for you. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys, you guys uh, vouch for that. Re- return to sender. So, well, it's not like the mail. I mean, it's it's pretty safe, but there's there's a chance things go missing every now and again, or something gets damaged, or you know. They should have you facsimile it over to them. Oh, that's usually what I have to do. Well, it, was, it was 900 pages, so... I, that would be even better. <laughs> yes, it that would. That would be even better. It, uh, that's what I... what I, I'm still contemplating that's what I'm With a cover do. sheet and all, <laughs> and then two, you know, and you can draw a little smiley face, and and uh, please, if uh, any questions, contact. And, I'm going to just bring it. I'm going to just bring it in, in a printed format. And just, he wanted an audit log, and he wanted the general ledger, and I looked at it, and it was literally 928 pages. I'm going to print that sucker off, put it in a ream of paper. I'm going to take it out of 
order and then give it to him. But have the numbers on the on the box so he can find it so they'll have yeah. to be able to put yeah. it back themselves. Yeah, exactly. If not, they'll just say it's out of order. Yeah. And you can just say, oh, I must have dropped in the car. I was trying to find a restroom. <laughs> and uh, I was in a hurry, so... So here oh, you go. boy. I think I think that's uh I think that's pretty good for welcome back, Adam. Well, welcome else? back. No, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do another one here real quick. It, it'll it'll show up in another week, but thanks everyone for continually listening. We see the numbers, we appreciate it. Uh D Roy and I have had a lot of fun with this, and we're gonna keep having fun. So that being said, my friend D Roy, there are two things in life that are for certain, and that would be death piles and taxes. <laughs> Be right in front of you.